Week 15 in the books. Eagles stink. Terrible football team. What do we do? That's okay. It was Monday Night Football, so I don't have to review them on the Sunday slate. We go into week 16. You got Thursday Night Football. You got Saturday Football. You got Sunday Football. You got Monday Football. You literally you have four or five days that we have football. So no better time to break it down Saturday slate because we already hit the Sunday slate on the First Look Show. You can find it here in podcast form or on YouTube. This one podcast exclusive, however. And I'm uh, going to do it all with Ben Rasa, Jazz Raz DFS himself. Take a look at what went down on Sunday. Also, let's look in some of these smaller slates, whether it be Saturday or Monday night football where we had the doubleheader last week. That'll help us out a lot going into a Saturday slate, which, by the way, one may argue that only two of four quarterbacks are viable, but someone may have argued that on Monday night where Will Levis ended up being in the winning lineup. So, yeah, man, this is uh, always going to throw some additional wrinkles into the analysis and kind of game theory of everything because a lot of things that seem very unlikely are still possible. Definitely possible. Uh, And it does throw – it's – it's a unique set of circumstances with these smaller slates, finite amount of options, but I'm looking forward to it. We've had some good success with these different strategies uh, and we get a couple more cracks at it. And I'm, I'm excited to look at some of these lineups because I have not checked out the post contest sim yet this week. I'm a little behind. So I'm going to be doing this on the fly for the first time. All right. So uh, let's go and dig in before we do guys, if you don't mind uh, leave a rating review for this podcast. If you appreciate what we do here, Goes a long way for us. Love some good reviews, too. Thoroughly enjoy reading them, uh, especially when they're good, somewhat entertaining. Either way, rating, review. So I'm sub to the uh, to the channel. Appreciate you in advance. I pulled up the, because uh, we do a lot of single-entry three-max conversation, a lot of strategy based around that. Not to say it isn't applicable to, like, large field stuff, because a lot of it is, Ben, for sure. Yep. But the winning red zone lineup was very interesting to me. It was Dude Fantasy, bro. That's Scott Barrett, who does Outside the Box with Neil Orfield on oh, our fine. stochastic channel. So shout out to shout out to him. Shout out to Scott. Really nice lineup, though. Uh, simmed ROI was 63%. So boom, there. Solid simmed ROI lineup in our post-contest. We're using the post-contest sim, by the way. And if you guys want access to any of these tools, uh, game-changing tools, no doubt particularly the Sims tool. If you wanted to try it for a week and you've been on the fence, I already said Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday football, multiple games on three of those four days, showdown slates. The Sims tool has, you can, any any contest on DraftKings or FanDuel or even owner's box for that matter, you can run the Sims for that and the contest generator, all of them, right? No limitations whatsoever. Every slate is in this. So you're getting projections, ownership, all of that for every single slate. That's a huge deal. If you want to check it out, everything link in the description of the podcast. But like I said, four or five days of football. If you want to try a week out, no better time than now. Great lineup, though. Uh, I don't see one thing about this lineup where I scratch my head. Matthew Stafford, this was 25K up top, by the way, $200,000 prize pool. Stafford, McCaffrey, Kyron, so running back, quarterback pairing. Jalen Waddell. Oh, wow. Actually, the, so no Cooper Cup or Puka Nakua. That's that's why this lineup is so different. I was going to say, Ben, yep. this looked pretty chalky to me. Shahid with uh, Alave out. Demarcus Robinson, strong play. We liked him on Sunday. Tucker Craft, 
James Cook was your guy going into this week, paired him with the Bills defense. So, yeah, I'm sitting here wondering, like, what am I – why – you know, this feels like it would even be duped. Like, it's chalky. Then I realize no Puka Nakua or Cooper Cup with Matthew Stafford. And that's all it takes sometimes is not we, – we've always preached that as you don't need this – you know, if you can find Chris Godwin at 0.6% or whatever he was, great. Those are few and far between. More likely, it's just a a permutation of players that all made a lot of sense uh, in a really effective way. And I think this lineup's a great example of that. I think there was a lot of lineups across a lot of tournaments that utilized that very same thing where it was just like, this is very reasonable. Maybe a twist here and there, a fade of, of someone that didn't get there and we're in business. Absolutely. The James Cook thing was pivotal, though. James that, Cook McCaffrey yeah. pairing was necessary, which was hard to come up with. It, realistically, I think at least. Well, you know what it was. It was in this lineup. You had to get away from two expensive wide receivers in the stack with your quarterback. And that's just, again, that's a tricky way to build it. Uh, it was just there were so many running backs, and I, I thought really what changed that slate was the news before lock. I know for me, my lineups would have looked, I, I actually think I messaged this to you, maybe it was somebody else, that Olave and Tyreek sitting out really changed a lot of my lineups in a drastic way. Uh, my builds look very different because of those two things. It domino effect a lot on that slate. And I think uh, the results kind of showed that. They 100% showed it. And it's just one of those instances where Late news, not late news, but news that leading up to lock with that 1130 and actors report can change a lot of what you're doing. And like what you went into the slate thinking, you know, even that morning could change dramatically from where you're at only two hours later. And that's again, just the, cause I want to make it clear. It's not one of these like, Oh, Tyreek was ruled out. So what did I do? Oh, I played waddle. Like, no, not at all. It just, it allowed so many different things. Shahid got bumped up. Uh, I ended up allocating more to running back, which was great for McCaffrey, not great for Kamara. Um, and some of those results kind of echoed when I looked at my actual RI for the week. Can I just say, I have zero clue how I cashed in this contest. I also cashed in it, and I don't know how I did either. <laughs> Listen to my lineup. Now, Po very positive simmed ROI for sure. Like it's not actually a bad lineup, but by God, it looks horrible. It was, I, I played a Will Levis in the, in the $50 red zone. So Will Levis, Kyron Williams, Ezekiel Elliott. I was underweight overall on Elliott, so but I had him in some of these. Uh, Deandre Hopkins. Did he do any, I don't think he did anything. No, he was terrible. Terry McLaurin, Jaden Reed, Chiga Conklu, Christian McCaffrey, and Bill. So I had like nothing from Hopkins, from Chig, from Elliott, but McLaurin and McCaffrey and Kyron were enough on this slate for me to, to cash, which is nuts. I had the same builds. I had even in my high state, uh, you know, you my and I had dollar. a lot of similar builds, by the way. We were, we were looking at each other's lineups uh, that Sunday night. Yeah. Like I had lineups that had. I think three or four players under 10 and three or four players like over 25. Uh, you know, I had McCaffrey, Kyron, Cup, uh, and McLaurin in lineups. I got to James Cook in lineups. And 
that really helped as well, but I didn't have that right combination. It was a pretty good, all in all, as frustrating as it was, it was a good week for me. I just felt that I got the hard, that's my, one of my bigger frustrations in DFS. I got the hard parts correct. I got to James Cook. I had exposure to Godwin. Uh, I laid off Zeke. And then I still couldn't, some of the layups, I think I, I kind of uh, had some oversights on. Are those weeks more frustrating? Because I know they are for me. Yes. Are they more frustrating? The, most weeks I would rather just get nuked and and have no shot than be like, oh my god, like this this was the week where I had the the what was what was Cook's ownership in most of your contests? Not like probably. five six percent. Yeah, yeah. And Godwin was under one percent. Right. Being like, I just had the guys that were super low owned. And I and and I couldn't put all the pieces together. It feels like a massive missed opportunity, right? Yeah, you don't get those that often. Um, now it was super encouraging again uh, to see that the sim ROIs were were really solid, and that's what you're after. It was just a, a weird like oh I just little small things, but that's the beauty of it. And even on the two game slate and the three game slate last week, it was the same story for me. I I, I told you a couple times. I had some, and they were lotto ticket teams. I got to Addison, Higgins, some of those type of guys, but it was very difficult to string together the right formula. And that's on those small slates. Unless you hit everything, you're boxed out. It's not like a main slate where you can survive a snowflake or two uh, on the on the lineup, but you, you don't get that luxury in a three-game slate. No, not at all. Uh, what was your best lineup in some of these single entries? Did you have any that, that performed well? I had a... On Sunday? Yeah. I don't know if we have it. Go to the... Oh, yeah, they do. So I was in the face mask, the 200K face mask, which is the 555. Um, I had a good lineup there. All right, let's check it out. Is that a, a three max? It or is, is that a, a... It's a three max, yes. Okay. And I haven't... I haven't looked at this yet, like I said, but it it was it was definitely a, a solid. I know I cashed for sure. Oh, I you did. Ca I'm looking at it now. I like this lineup. 25% sim ROI, so positive sim ROI. Okay. Um, okay, you almost, almost two. You you almost three xed. If McLaurin would have scored again, I was really in business. Matthew Stafford, Christian McCaffrey, Kyron Williams, Terry McLaurin, Rashid Shahid. Wandale, Chig, Cooper Cup, and Panthers. I love that lineup. I was happy with it. And again, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, Shahid, Wandale, and Chig gave me combined like 12. Yeah. It was like, well. Which is funny because you usually get even funkier on these lineups. This one's pretty, pretty straightforward. So the only thing I really regret, and obviously some of it is hindsight, I really should have rolled uh, Rondell into Marcus over Rondell. Yeah, and I yeah. I looked at that and I just I simply just chose wrong. There's no doubt about it. I wanted to fully leverage uh, Stafford. I knew I could get away with him plus three, and I just didn't do it. I loved McLaurin on the other side, not in the sense that I knew he was going to explode. I just knew that it still was possible for him to avoid getting gutter balled for like the eighth week in a row. Um, for sure, I I um. I've lived and lived and died by targeting that Washington defense this year. Exactly. So I did, I put a really heavy ROI boost on Demarcus Robinson on the Sims. I was just getting a lot of Demario Douglas, which, you know, could have been him. It ended up being Parker and Hunter Henry. 
Uh, I ended up getting a lot of Wandale, and I didn't. I was that was one spot where I wasn't entirely comfortable. I still had some Wandale, but I, 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 I did force in with an ROI boost a lot of Demarcus Robinson. Now it's not like he blew up, but the touchdown helped. I think he gave, gave us like twelve. Yeah, that would have that would have gone a long way. Um, now in a perfect world, of course, I get you James Cook here and I win. It was not really close to happening, so hard to regret that. I want to get to the Saturday slate because a lot of people haven't even looked at it yet. Oh, I'm yeah. hoping you I'm hoping you haven't, and this is gonna be your I have first not. perfect. So this will be your first. Don't do it yet. Don't pull it up yet. Okay. I want to pull up the post contest sim for um I want to pull up the post contest sim for we already did Monday night last week for the two gaming. So let's pull up Saturdays. How about you want to do Saturdays last Saturday? Yeah, the three game slate. Why not? But maybe yeah. we have something for the afternoon slates, which would have been two games. Oh, I see what you're saying. I don't know if we have that. Let's see. Yes, we do. Okay. This tool has everything, man. All right. So, perfect. Saturday afternoon special, 50K up top. Sure. Let's do it. All right. So, Saturday afternoon special, the winning lineup. Now, it's... I think I should remind everybody, right? This is, um, this oh, was, yeah. what's that? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm with you right now. Yeah, it's on the drop down for slate. Yeah. This was uh, Steelers, Colts, right? And then yep. Broncos, Lions. Yep. For everybody, anybody who's wondering out there. Steelers, Colts, Broncos, Lions. All right. I haven't looked at this yet. So we're about to, we're about to see. Oh wow, somebody scored 14. So oh, you know it's fun. Let's look at the worst lineup real, real quickly. The worst lineup that was not a dummy lineup. Okay. You ready for this? Okay. Uh who is this? J A Z Z R A. Oh, it's you. Hey, <laughs> I want to look at the three games. I didn't play the slate. I had some wild oh we can look at that wild yeah, yeah. Teams. for sure and by the way it wasn't it's not you <laughs> no no no. i did not play <laughs> this for people that can't see our expressions exactly exactly I got enough slander out there russell wilson zach moss jalen warren miles boykin george pickin pickens josh downs kylan granson drew ogletree and steelers yeah that, no, that's a that's a dummy lineup that, <laughs> yeah, there's that, no that way if i saw wilson moss and warren i was like okay yeah, most of these I think are. It's hard to tell on a short slate, but anyway, let's take a look at the best one. Yeah, Petrobus. Okay. Okay. Petrobus had Jared Goff. This did have Zach Moss, Jameer Gibbs, Cortland Sutton, Lil Jordan Humphrey. My God, this is why I'm why Jamison Williams, Sam Laporta, Amon Ross, St. Brown. And Colts. So hold on, let me back up a second. So Goff with a Gibbs, Williams, Laporta, St. Brown. Goff yep. plus four, Ben. With double run back on Cortland Sutton and Lil Jordan Humphrey. Yeah, I mean, it's a a full, a full on. So again. My biggest takeaway here, it doesn't mean you have to do this, but correct me if I'm wrong, he only used three teams. 
Uh, correct. No Steelers. No Steelers. When you do that, you make your lineups very unique on a, on a slate with two or three games because most people they take at at least one from every. Like they do so almost out of feeling necessity. Well, it's just like, well, I already have so many guys. Right. Exactly. I'll take like Deontay Johnson just to round it out, and it's just like if you don't do that. Sometimes the team scores no points or three points or nothing good happens. It's a really different way. It's not a different way to build. It can just be effective and you have to fight yourself sometimes to make lineups like that. This is why I just find doing this, this podcast with you so important. Cause I might not have looked at this. Otherwise the second place lineup in this had a Jared Goff quad stack as well with Montgomery, St. Brown, Laporta and Gibbs dump. You hear that? That's Goff with Laporta and Gibbs, or uh, Laporta and St. Brown with Gibbs and Montgomery. That only. I mean, I'm sorry. I was just going to say. Yeah, I I was just going to say went cheap with Lil Jordan Humphrey, Judy, and Jalen Warren. Sorry, what were you saying? I was just saying, I'm not saying that's not, you know, it's a very cool way to build different. Obviously, if you shorted the Colts, you ran super hot because Pittman and Moss, two of the highest-owned players on a two-game slate, both got critically injured pretty quickly. Without question. And and I should point out that both of these lineups had negatively simmed RLIs. It's tough. I do think on short slates, though, there's a more forgiving balance of being able to do some really funky stuff in the name of getting unique. Uh, you never want to go for that. I'm not saying, oh, negative 80% simmed ROI, I'm on the right track. No, but I think it's a little different personally. I will say this just based on the, the Moss injury, because let's not forget those Colts running backs crushed after he went down from an efficiency Wait, standpoint. Him and Pittman were getting there. There's no doubt in my mind, dude, they got off to a great start, a great start. Yeah. But this first lineup does actually make some sense. It's one running back with pass catching upside caught a touchdown as well. Two, ex- two of the expensive Detroit players, and then Jamison Williams was cheap. You didn't need much from like I. It's tough to get there as a hand if you're hand building, but I do understand going full out game stack, and then just sprinkling in Moss with Colts defense and 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 that's it. Exactly, I think you can get away with that on those type of slates. Uh, clearly, you're not going to do most of these things on a ten game slate. All right, what was what 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 contest did you have your best lineup in? Do you remember for the three gamer? Uh, three gamer. Let's say that's the one you said you wanted to look at. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not thinking. I'm Saturday. Saturday. I think I had him in the, you know, the actual, um, or go to like Maybe. the certainly like the flea flick, like some of the lottos. Go to like the flea flicker. I don't know if yeah. we have the the large field, but that. That'll I'll I'll definitely have them in there. I had a couple. I'm just interested to see. I would bet that the ROI on some of them were not great, to be honest, because they were really funky looking. There's one lineup in particular I just want to look at because it had a real shot until all hell broke loose in the Lions game. You'd have you'd have to find out what it was. I don't know where it was. Oh no. Now I got somebody somebody hitting me up on 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 Slack. All right, uh, if you can find it. Oh, I have it. I have it. Okay, which one? Which which contest was it? Yeah, fl- go to the flea flicker. They're all in there. I threw. I, I threw I, them in the lotto. I did go to it. I saw. Oh. It. Well, twenty five k to first. 
Oh, you had a bunch of lineups in here. That's what that's that's the problem. I had a bunch of lineups in there. Okay, so here's a, a 400 actual ROI, 400% actual ROI. That that one with Nick Mullins, Mullins, Mixon, Chandler, Sutton, Higgins, Higgins. Addison. See, oh yeah, it, look at it that. got off to a, it got off to a real good start because I had Chandler, Higgins, and Addison. So you dodged a few bullets on this one with Moss and Pittman too. Not to say that it couldn't have still done it because Higgins and Addison had great games anyway. So it might not have mattered. The thing that killed me, ironically, was the the Steelers blocked the punt and landed on the one-inch line. (laughs) If they scored there, uh, it could have been a lot different. That's a sick lineup. You had a couple lineups that were live, it appears. Yeah, and then for very – I mean, these were in lottos. I had smaller field, higher dollar – lineups that were good but i had a uh, Pittman and moss together and those we're not able now to get it done now it's time to look at saturday's slate let's do it all right uh it is yeah well let's get straight to it Here, here's a spoiler the chargers are on it and the, the steelers are on it yeah, that's not so, good. no not at all um before we do though as you guys know 100 of the time i'll tell you if you're in these seven states, you want $150 in bonus bets. Go to Bet365, deposit five bucks, bet it on whatever you want, win or lose. You got 150 in bonus bets. Like we said, Ben, people wasting away, lonely by themselves in the Christmas time. Sad. What better way to be like, hey, let me boost my spirits? I might. You know, I may not have anybody knocking on the door this coming Monday. All right. Don't be but I got, you got me depressed now. But I got 150 bucks coming my way in bonus bets. And you know what? I'm gonna take a sad time in my life. I'm gonna turn it around. You know, I'm gonna turn it around and I'm gonna turn this 150 in bonus bets into something big. Which you know what? Why the hell not? Why the hell not? Turn it into something big this Christmas. Christmas basketball, Christmas Day football. If you're in New Jersey, Colorado, Virginia, Kentucky, Louisiana, Iowa, or Ohio, you get 150 bucks in bonus bets on a $5 bet. Use the link in the description. Sign up. It takes literally two minutes to sign up. Bet five on whatever the hell you want. I think it's deposit 10, bet five, and uh, whatever you want, 150 in bonus bets. Got to be 21 years old at a gambler. If you have a gambling problem, call your text 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. Josh Allen, Jake Browning, Easton Stick, Mitch Trubisky. Are you willing to go only two quarterbacks across all your lineups? Or conversely, are you willing to play Easton Stick or Mitch Trubisky? So Trubisky's benched. We just got I'm sorry, Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But same premise. Uh, I think the, the tricky part here, from what I can see, is that you're not getting a huge relief in opportunity cost. And what I mean by that is if you play one of them, you need the raw points. You're not playing them to say, well, they can suck, but I'm going to get all these superstars that I couldn't get elsewhere. It's not really the case. Now, obviously, when you play Josh Allen, it's a different story. So yes, I am willing to do that, particularly with Mason Rudolph. But man, uh, I think you got to be pretty careful with how you structure that because I I think it's unrealistic to have like Rudolph plus four and think that that's a real shot. It feels unlikely. It just seems like it's too crazy. Well, they were on last week's Saturday slate too. And 
Yeah, that was a, a disa unmitigated disaster once again. By the way, Mike Tomlin said they would leave the door ajar for Kenny Pickett if he proves healthy enough to play. I mean, what I, if he does though? Like, if he does, could you make the argument that now Kenny Pickett with George Pickens and Deontay Johnson or Pat Fryermuth is a viable approach? Because I'd actually be a little bit more willing to at least, at the very least, entertain that. I would too. Uh, I I certainly want to see what what the reports would be because again with a guy like Josh Allen he may not play great but raw points it's hard to think he's not going to give you even in a bad game uh, something to work with and unless you're paying that salary elsewhere you're going to need raw points you know it's funny because if you're talking about this from just a game theory perspective which is where i know you've you know your bread has been buttered over the years it's Josh Allen in a tier of his own, and then it's Jake Browning. Uh, I'm not necessarily sure why Jake Browning and Easton Stick are so closely priced. Sure, Easton Stick had like straight garbage time last time out. That the whole same, game was garbage time. Absolutely, it really was the whole game. Yeah. Uh, what are some ways though? Like, there's no doubt that like you're you're not going to be getting unique or cute by going. Bill's mega stack in this game, like, you know, with a yeah. Eckler even run back or a, or, or, you know, or a Josh Palmer run back for, and forget about run backs. I'm just saying you're, you're naturally going to probably land on one of those guys. That's not going to be unique, you know, at all. No doubt. So you're going to have to either finagle with salary restraints. I'm sure there's going to be some people that are going to try to slide in a, a like second, third, fourth option bill with Allen, like, Oh, I'll play Knox. Um, or there's something like that. I tend to think at first glance, I'm, I'm exploring. How about this? Let's play Josh Allen naked. Wow. Who's going to do that. And just hope that he spreads it around enough to where nobody gets there. But then some like, but Cincinnati skilled players, the problem he is runs it in twice. It's possible. Yeah. Or like Josh Allen and James Cook, and that's it? Yeah. I'm not saying, again, is that the optimal way to build? No. Is there a scenario where the Bills and Josh Allen have a good game and no receiver for their price point is needed? I think so, yes. Who's going to use Josh Allen then? People will go away from that, and they'll just go to, like, it'll be a Browning, Higgins, Tanner Hudson, Mixon stack, uh, I like that. I, I'm going to explore some really weird stuff on two games. What about, you know, we talked about the main site red zone winner, the Scott's lineup that had no Cooper Cup or Nakua. What about, you know, Josh Allen, like a big Josh Allen stack with a digs fade? Definitely. The, I think the tricky part there, digs has not been good. And you think people will do it? I think a lot of people are going to do it. Really? Yeah. So he's been killing people all year. Still get exposure to the team with the highest total on a two-game slate without digs, and then it just opens up a lot else, and and then other people. Yeah, I guess. All right, so you think that could actually be relatively popular? I do. I almost think we're to the point where the digs one-off won't be popular. So I have one reason why I don't think you're right, and I'll tell you right now. Because Jamar Chase isn't expected to play. Mm -hmm. 
And the Chargers have very little to play for at this point. I wouldn't be surprised if they held Keenan Allen out. Then where are you paying up at wide receiver? So that is a, a really good point. And that goes back to why those pay down quarterbacks, you better, you're not getting that much for doing it. Because, yeah, it's just going to give you the money to play Diggs. Like, but if Diggs doesn't do anything, now you're in like a 1v1 of, well, raw points, I need them to outscore Josh Allen because I, my my reward for playing them was I got to bump up my wide receiver to digs. Right. And that doesn't help if he doesn't do anything. Right. Because digs is attached to all those Josh, most of those Josh Allen lineups anyway. That's what I mean. So it's, it's very tricky when you use a pay down option, when you're funneled to one option at the top. Like if you punt, the only thing you're rewarded with is you will go to get digs because there's no one else to get. All right, so can I just go like mega mind genius here for a second, as you like to say? That's Please. your phrase. So then, in theory, if you're going down at quarterback, would the sharp play be just to not play digs either? Yes, but that's where you don't get paid for the money you don't use. Because the raw points on Josh Allen to begin with are way too valuable. That's the problem. Because points per dollar, you, you may beat them, but you still have to actually beat him because no one cares that you left 4,800 on the table. Like right, so this is why we do the podcast. Then, then what do we do here? So I think you have to balance those two things of where do you want to allocate salary? And I think leaving salary on the table is definitely a move, but you can't, I don't think it's smart to be like, Oh, well, this is pretty simple. Like I just need Tyler Boyd to outscore digs raw points like well sort of but he also has to outscore all the other pivots you could have made um and that's that's where it's tricky all right i'm about to throw an insane idea at you okay what if you just go like josh allen plus five well you can definitely do that i just don't think it's going to be that crazy even plus five well five five is a lot um like what if the chargers do nothing okay realistically speaking the Chargers could be flat. They could do they could do nothing, right? Pittsburgh could score zero touchdowns, but let's let's not say they will, but they, you know, one touchdown, maybe two. Like, what if Allen Cook, Diggs, Shakir, Kincaid? I people are if, gonna do that. Yeah. I'll say this. I'll raise you. How about how about here's a combination no one would do? Josh Allen and Latavius Murray, and they run it in twice each. Yeah, that's not going to – that will be wildly unpopular. And Murray did have another goal line score last game. I mean, is it is it impossible that all their touchdowns come on the ground amongst those two? Because with Jake Browning, if, if Jamar Chase sits, it's just going to be so obvious. Okay, well, jam Higgins, right? Like just – Yeah, it's going to be QB plus – Higgins plus either combination of Mixon, Chase Brown, Hudson, Boyd. One, two, or three of them. How chalky do you expect Diggs and T. Higgins to be, assuming that Eckler or Allen and Jamar Chase are out? Insanely popular because you have nowhere to spend the money. So final thoughts on a way to approach this site. We're just toying around with this, by the way. These two gamers are weird, and this one's even more strange because really you only have two like true viable quarterbacks, yep. both of whom were attached to guys that like you're probably going to want to get to, especially if Jamar Chase is out. 
I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking just like absolute mega stacks or or just getting really weird and fading the big stacks and going the complete opposite direction with Josh Allen. I think the two ways to be very interesting in large field tournaments are mega stacks that aren't bills or bills exposure that aren't mega stacks. Okay. Like if you, if you mega stack a non Buffalo team, Cincinnati also doesn't really count. I'm more talking about the two goblin teams. Uh, (laughs) You're going to be very different. If you use those teams and you do something very unique with like the structure, I, you know, uh, like, I'm just going to play Cook and Latavius Murray. That's my Bills exposure. Like no one's doing that. Would have worked, worked last week. Well, maybe not on Murray, but yeah, I like the the concept. It can work. That's the point. Like it's it's not likely to. What's likely to happen is that Allen and Diggs and Kincaid get there. Like normal, you know. That's that's. But you can't just do that and be with five thousand other people in your tournaments. I can't wait to run the lineup simulator and see what I, I, this is one where I'm very, cause the lineup simulator accounts for all of this. It accounts Absolutely. for what we're talking about, right? Like the unlikely scenarios, but the ones that win you tournaments, you know, if it happens, I can't wait to see what it looks like. It's going to be fun. Follow Bennett jazz rise DFS me a lot on the squid D thanks guys. Hey, have a great rest of the week. We'll see you back here. Christmas Eve on YouTube for the NFL Deeper Dive nine-game slate. Until next time, we'll catch you back here week 17.